You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. And hello, everyone. Welcome back to Enemy of My Enemy. We've been on break for way too long. Way too long. Way too long. <laughs> we're coming back at you with the good stuff here. We got Lou, we got Brian, uh, and we got myself, Cody. Uh, and we're just all happy to happy to see you. Brian uh, is having some technical stuff, but he's going to be with us in just a second here. And we're going to be saying gay a lot about this don't say gay bill. So we're going to be dealing with that today. Um, the don't say gay bill was passed. I actually, uh, kind of surprised me there, uh, that it actually was ratified. I thought, you know, sometimes there's like the virtue signally, like I'm going to kick this around just so people know what side I'm on. Um, bit, I was surprised to see this actually get, uh, passed, signed in and ratified and it's, uh, it's here. Uh, you know, like when the, when you know, there's like a budget proposal and they propose something that's never going to happen, but just to like make a statement. But this it's 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 a law. It's a law. So let's look into this law now. Um, as you can guess, this is a libertarian podcast, so we will probably find some problems with uh, this this said law. But I also want to um, I do want to give some credit where credit is due here. Um, this is a law that is kind of in contention with school districts. So naturally libertarians are going to be divided about this because both of them often suck. Uh, so here's the thing. It's a seven page bill and the, the, the wording on each page is very large. Uh, the initial bill was written like it was like a two pager. And I've said on the show how it makes me laugh when there's a bill that's so short, it's like written in crayon and not putting a lot of thought into it. Um, it was so it was written in such a way that you wouldn't have been able to even say like Mr. or Mrs. Uh, when introducing yourself or boy or girl or anything, which would have been great. I mean, this is what it's one of those examples when you go so far right, you go left. Like you, you went all the way around the world and now nobody has any any gender identity. They have cleaned that language up uh, in the final bill that was that was signed. So as much as I love to make that joke, it is not here, but there are still some uh, maybe less funny problems, but still some problems within it here. Um, to just go over the highlights, like I said, I have linked it. If you're watching on social media, I have linked it under all our feeds here. It's a seven pager, really big. By the time you get through this opening monologue, you could have finished the whole thing by now. The highlights are kind of this. Uh, grades kindergarten through third grade, gender identity, sexual orientation, not allowed to be discussed. Um, if the topic comes up in any grade level um, that of, of gender or sexual identity, that there is a note of it and that this note is made not just available to, but in some cases um, encouraged to share to the parents of the student. So that there's no hidden record if this child comes in and this covers more than just sexual and gender identity. This also has to do with um, mental wellness, any mental issues that seem to be happening in school, that parents are allowed to look it up and have access to that information. And if the students, if the teachers deem that it's necessary, that they are encouraged to actually share that, whether the parent seeks the information or not, that there's kind of an encouragement to 
share it if they think it could happen. There is a provision. It is singular, but it does state that if they feel the child could be, it says if a re, if there's a reasonable, I'm trying to find it. I just missed it. Basically, if there's a reasonable idea that the child could be abused because of this information being shared, that is the one exception that that they wouldn't have to share this with the with the parents. So if they believe that there may be some kind of um, danger to the student. Uh, Lou, I'm going to start with you and your thoughts on Florida's Don't Say Gay Bill. Gay, 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 gay. Oh, it's the second most notice, notable part of the, uh, the Academy Awards. Thank you. Right? For that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, I remember as a kid growing up, and I was really lucky to have very open-minded and supportive parents, and, and it wasn't a personal concern. However, um, you know, one of the things that was really kind of driven home in school for us was that, you know, if there's a problem at home or if you have a, a personal something you want to talk about that you're not comfortable talking to your parents about, you can talk to a teacher, you can talk to your school counselor, you can talk to your school nurse, things like that. Um, and, and we were told that was a safe place because sometimes home is not, unfortunately. And, one of the issues I have with this and a lot of other laws, you know, we've seen this with red flag laws. We've seen this with all kinds of things is the word reasonable when it comes to legislation. Legislation needs to be black and white. If X, then Y, period, the end. Leaving the term reasonable up to, you know, the uber conservative who is homophobic versus, you know, someone more middle of the road versus someone way on the far left, then what's considered reasonable? You know, um, Florida is also known for, um, there are a lot of those conversion camps, right? That really are just a camp full of abuse and lifetime trauma for kids of all sexual and gender identification, you know, identities. So uh, these kids have nowhere safe to go. If they don't feel they're safe at home and they, now they're not safe at school, what do they do? Where can they go? Who can they talk to? Um, I, it breaks my heart and I'm bracing myself for, the statistics of suicide and abuse and murder and teen homelessness and all of these things to just go through the roof. I'm very concerned. You know, I know there was a lot of hyperbole about, you know, what this law is or is not um, from both sides. And, you know, a lot of the things I think these conservative parents were concerned about are things that are not an issue in school. Like nobody's sitting there teaching your kindergartner, like how to put a condom on a banana and what gay sex is. Like that's not a thing, you know, in those younger ages that we're talking about, um, you know, your own body and understanding how your body works. And also, you know, when we talk about sex education, when it comes to that age, you know, elementary, um, 
it's not sex education. It's learning about your body. Um, also learning about what is and isn't okay and who you can go talk to if somebody's, you know, molesting you or trying to harm you or things like that. Um, so now you have this, I don't know. It just, I get very emotional about it because I, I just, I know where this is going. And over the past year there across the country, there have been over 700 anti-LGBTQIA legislations presented all across the country in different states. So I don't know. It breaks my heart. There are going to be a lot of kids, um, you know, was this no child left behind? It, well, you know. Oh, this is, this is no child. <laughs> Sorry, Lou. No, I mean, it, it, it is. It's You're going to have a lot of kids left behind, whether it's a, a lack of education and understanding their own selves and their bodies and what they may be going through or, you know, and you're going to ostracize kids who have two moms or two dads, things like that. And it just makes it so much worse. And I like in 2022, the fact that this is a thing makes me absolutely sick. And God bless you, Disney, for giving DeSantis the middle finger. <laughs> I love my big I don't know. I was going to say, I don't know why we're giving Santa the big middle finger. He brings presents every year. So no. I mean, <laughs> oh, Santa. We're not talking about that Santa. We're talking about the Santa. <laughs> ah, okay. Um, the great thing, you know, I, I, I just want to chime in on this. The great thing about no child left gay bill that's just been passed is just like all other bills, vague laws are bad laws. And this is vague as hell. Yeah. So with the with the idea that this is going to be there's there's gonna be two ways this thing is going to die horribly. Number one, malicious compliance, which honestly is the part I'm looking forward to the most of. Watching these guys try to sit there and go, okay, well now you've got to notify on every sort of mental health. It's gonna be like, okay, you want you want that? No problem. We're going to do that. We are going to go ahead and notify you on every stupid thing. So I, I see that happening first. Um, the second part of it, and, and maybe this gets into a little bit more, um, you know, is that good laws, bad laws. There, there's some things in there. You know, I, I don't think that schools should be teaching sex ed from kindergarten to third grade. Generally, it doesn't happen. But, you know, you get those wacky courseworks that sit there and say, well, you know, we got to go over this. You know what? Leave it up to the parents probably at that age for the most part. But I think that's common sense. And I think that's also something that you should be able to have the right to go and say, hey, I don't want my kid in this class because, you know, concerns. Um, I, I just, it's, it's this thing of like, you're trying to legislate a lot of common sense things. And when you legislate common sense, there's no sense left. So it was an overreaction on the left for the bill because it wasn't, you couldn't say gay in school. Uh, you can say gay in school. It's just, you know, the, the, it, it was an over, they, they, they kind of miss, miss, uh, they, they, they should have directed the anger to this bill is so poorly written that you 
could say gay in the school and get in trouble at a certain grade level. But again, why as libertarians, you ought to be looking at these things and going, the more laws doesn't make life better. If anything, the thing that makes life better, as we all know, is simply choice. The choice for your child to go to a school, the cho- your choice to rip your child out of that school and homeschool and send them to another school. Those are the things we should be pushing for. Uh, the idea that we have to engage in some sort of culture war for the LGBTQIA plus RSVP, XYZ, PDQ. I don't know all of them. I'm sorry. I'm not that woke yet. Um, GSM works. But, Gender and sexual minorities. GSM is my favorite too. Yeah. Uh, GSM is such a terrible sell. Uh, if you're a techie guy, you're hearing GSM. You're thinking you're phone farting. Really? Come on. LTE is the way to go. Um, true, true. That's a problem with acronyms. The problem with acronyms in the in the tech world, it's like GSM. I'm going, oh God, I mean, my phone's going to fart every time again it rings? Great. No. Um, and, and the thing is this, is that the one, the one thing that comes up that's more of a behavioral, you know, issue like that is that kids are impressionable. And I know we like to say the heavy idea that no kid would want to be gay. This is just how they are. No kid would want to be trans. It's just how they are. I saw a lot of kids go through high school, a lot of experience with seeing it's my really hard. kids. I know it's hard to go through, but it's also, there's a lot of kids who, latch on to that identity to be able to express themselves in a different way so there's other issues there but seeing as how we're sticking to don't you know you know no child left gay here um it's it is again it's a terribly written bill written to anger everybody and take the attention off of desantis's terrible polling numbers i guess nationally maybe the threat of mike pence coming back and wrestling the republican nomination like that's ever going to happen but anyhow <laughs> so i know i'm off on a tangent hody i'm sorry you're I'm right branding at the last minute you're all right you're all right i appreciate it i mean so concerned. oh sorry go ahead no uh you know lou, lou you go ahead real quick okay i was just one of my concerns and i mean there's a million and one different scenarios right but one of my concerns is you know kid comes to school and they're talking about their parents and you know my parents are gay I got two dads or whatever the case may be my brother's gay and it's just a matter of fact you know and then you have a teacher who may not fully understand the law which most people don't um turns around to reprimand them like you can't talk about that in class and then what Like now you're ostracizing people because their family looks different. And in Florida, where they've already outlawed CRT, which again was never really part of. Okay. This it's very similar. The two, because you know, they're making claims that certain things are in a curriculum that are actually not in a curriculum. Number one, number two, school districts already would send home a syllabus and a permission slip for kids to sign or for parents to sign saying, yes, I'm fine. If my kid takes this section, this segment of a health class, because it's not even sex ed in that grade. It's a health class where they're learning about, you know, 
this is what happens when I run and I get oxygen in my blood. And there's always a chapter about your reproductive organs and your own body and these sort of things, right? And every time schools send home like a permission slip in a syllabus and say, hey, parents, we're going to cover this chapter. If you're down for your kid being in class, cool. If you're not, cool. Like this law was unnecessary. And I've talked to educators in Florida who have said we have never, ever, ever covered anything on that topic without a permission slip signed. And kids whose parents said no, went to the library and watched a movie. Uh, let me let me kind of come to the alternate viewpoint on this, which is, you know, if we're going to have the don't say gay bill, we ought to have to say don't say Jesus bill, because we still have Bible trailers in the county that I live in. Oh, yeah. Uh, for the schools. And so, you know, it's just kind of funny because you know what happens to those kids that get excused, right? That don't go to Bible trailer. They get ostracized. In fact, mm -hmm. we had a long discussion with my son about going to that. He wasn't a big fan of it, but he was going to get ostracized. My daughters were going to get ostracized if they didn't want to go. Yep. So it's the same kind of principle. So I, it, honest, it encourages... Like I never, in my experience and from, you know, my own personal observation, I've never witnessed anybody get ostracized for not being in, like, the class about a uterus. Like, nobody gave a shit. Because at that age, they're yeah. not even paying attention. They're giggling because you said vagina. Like, they just don't care. I <laughs> I, I, I'm going to take I'm going to take issue with it, Lou, because honestly, I'm trying to think back in the years. High school, we got a syllabus for my kids, but honestly, 99% of the time it was just garbage because it never followed reality. Um, and uh, and honestly, I still go back to the time that they gave my daughter a geography lesson and they were teaching her about the country's um, current european map that was circa 1987 so um there uh, schools are just such a mess legally from poor curriculum no child left behind oh my god what a mess that is yeah and now this so it's it's honestly it's we we've dumbed the schools down which some people really wanted anyway they they would like to see the schools dumbed down to the point where they're useless but the problem is, if they're useless, what are you going to do? <laughs> so, right. They right. do serve a purpose. So, yeah. You know. I'm going to bust in here. I'm going to, here's the thing yep. I'm going to give the right a small bone because I'm about to give the left a big bone here. But here, here's my <laughs> small bone to the right. I don't know if sounds I'm allowed gay. to say this. In gay. Florida. This, 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 this sounds gay. <laughs> does a little, right? Here's an adult bone uh, for the adults in Florida yeah. here. Uh, Look, if you steal money from somebody and you force them to pay for something, they at least have a right in saying how that's conducted. And that is a huge, and I think I, I think some honest lefties are kind of becoming aware of this by saying like, maybe that school choice isn't all that bad like that we've been pushing against. Because, and that is just a fact, and I'm sorry, you've got to come to grips with that. If you steal money from somebody and you say, I'm forcing you to pay for something, at the very least, they get representation in how that is said. Now, some of these people that you have to talk to are idiots. And I I get it as a lefty. Like, I see that. But they are idiots. You took their money. You took their kids. 
and said, sorry, you've got to receive education somehow, either on your own, but we're going to take your money. So you might as well use our service. Okay. So it's kind of, they have a right to, to use the service and say how it's conducted. If you don't like doing business with them, you are not allowed to take their money. Okay. So there's, there's step one. Step two, uh, or I guess bone number two, this is, this is getting graphic. Uh, bone two for the right here. Um, there are times that school districts, as Brian mentioned, teach things that, and they do a poor job and parents have a right to know what is being taught and how it is being taught. There is absolutely, the left loves to make fun of this, but I've been part of it and seen it. There's absolutely legit, legitimacy in feeling bad because you're white with the way a teacher teaches a subject. They sometimes do a poor job. You maybe had a teacher that taught it well. That's great. I had a teacher who didn't and it felt like crap. And I'm not saying that like, oh, my white suffering is so much more than your black. No, that's ridiculous, right? I get it. I get the ridiculousness of that. That doesn't make it okay. And so the fact is, is that if teachers are teaching something, you, I do want par parents to teach it, see it, know about it, touch it, learn, see, you know, observe. I want them to be able to say, okay, I see what this is. And, and know about that. So I, I think there is a right there. And the way most of this bill is phrased, as with any bill, most of it sounds pleasant. You know what I mean? You get through the first bit of the healthcare bill until you see all the, the hidden earmarks and you're like, this is a fan. This is this all sounds great. I'm, I'm all about this. This is great. You know, it's uh, it's in all those little asterisks. And, and as Brian uh, mentioned, the uh, some of the uh, vagueness of it, that things get really bad. And, and now here's... Um, those, those are the few bones I'm going to give to the right here, but but the my biggest bone for the left. Look, here's the deal. <laughs> this bill is written so poorly that unfortunately, this isn't just affecting teachers. This is also affecting counselors. This is talking about the school districts in general. Now, all of a sudden, if you want to, if you want to talk about it, I'm not saying a teacher has to bring it up, but if you as a child come and say like, man, I'm really like, I'm really struggling with this gender thing. I'm really struggling with sexual orientation thing. I need somebody to talk to about this. That, well, grades kindergarten and through three, not allowed. Sorry, go home. You know what I mean? Like you are, it's not even allowed to be discussed. Allowed to be discussed with counselors after that, but then the counselors are going to tell your parents. Now this sucks. I, I've been a part of a, uh, a, a couple of corporations before where if you report your boss for doing something unethical, they will tell your boss and your boss then deals with you. Like yeah. that is stupid, right? Nothing that like, and, and what does that teach you? Don't report your boss because you're going to get in trouble, right? Like that's, that's what it teaches you, you know? So if you suspect as a child that there could be trouble at home, you need somebody else to talk to. When I went through a divorce, one of the things that I learned from my therapy was it was important to have acquaintances, people between the deep friends who I'm going to keep a relationship with forever and people who I don't know that in between stage. Cause what you can do with an intermediary friend is somebody that's like, Hey, listen, if, if something terrible is going on, she's cheating on you. Well, I don't want my family to know that because if we all work it out, I want them to treat her normally, but right. I don't want nobody about it. Cause this is eating me up on the inside. So you need a therapist or, or, or a third party or an acquaintance, somebody that you can bounce things off of to not go in the know. What this is doing is eliminating that entire sphere of saying, like, I need to talk to somebody about this. I'm not ready for it to be a part of my main sphere yet. And saying, no, this is all going to go to your main sphere. Now, again, you're putting the judgment into the hands of a counselor 
for them to say, I feel like there's going to be harm. Now, what I hope is that all of them will say, I feel like there was going to be harm. And none of them report it because they all take this little, there's a reasonable chance they might be harmed. And I hope that they all take advantage of that. But the way it's written, it actually says there needs to be procedures or it needs to be what a system in place for schools to notify parents when this kind of conversation takes place. And that's that's unfortunate because the thing is, is I coming out is is a moment that is needs to be theirs, doesn't need to belong to the school. So if it needs to be tightly, whatever, then that's between them, you know. And there's important there's an importance there. Um, I, I I feel for these students because I know kids that were that age who were going through it, and I've seen adults that never got a chance to transition because of fear, you know. And it and it's a really unfortunate thing because we need these conversations. Because the truth is, there is both gender dysphoria, and there is transgender. <laughs> both exist, and when you are an extreme lefty and dismiss all cases of gender dysphoria, or you're an extreme righty and you dismiss all cases of transgender, there's no conversation about it. And we need to be prepared to have a conversation about it. For me, I would prefer kids to hear about everything, you know, and, and take what they can. Now, obviously, is there an age appropriateness? Of course. Uh, do some teachers do a crappy job? Yeah. And uh, the, no bill is going to fix that because human beings are good and bad. And some of them are good and some of them are bad. And some of them will do a different job teaching about this kind of thing. So the very least we can do is have transparency so that we can at least see if it's being taught correctly or not. But I do think that there is a time when, it, when a child, if the child is the initiator and says, I would like to talk about that, I would like to talk about this privately, we need to take that seriously. And I think we need to honor those requests. This bill prevents the honoring of that request. And I think that that's just really unfortunate. You know, that like, like I said, having gone through, and mine is a divorce, right? So I have some familiarity, but not with at least my identity. At least at the time I was an adult and I had several acquaintances I was able to go to and a therapist that I could afford. Kids don't have that. They're entirely dependent on the parents, school, you know, wh whoever is giving them things in life because they are not fully we don't recognize them as people yet. We recognize them as kind of our property and our little projects until they right. grow, hit a certain age. And, and that's especially at that age. They don't go anywhere but home and school. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, so, so I mean, it, it's a short bill. So I don't know how much there is more that I can say about that because there's, there's a million different ways that you can pick it apart. You know, Brian was mentioning this. You can, you can, you can definitely mess with this. You're talking about a, what a little a civil disobedience with the law. You can absolutely send a, a notification that is extreme that doesn't have anything to do with it and still fulfill the requirements of the law. Right? There will probably be people who do that because they're creative and don't actually want to disclose anything. You know, and 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 we'll we'll see. This is kind of one of the issues with legality. You know, and I, I think that there might be room for some, if we accept that we live in a status system, which we all must accept, if there is going to be a law, I think it does need to increase transparency. But when you create all these other steps that just make it more and more difficult, I mean, eliminating dis dis any discussion about gender or sex. So like, I mean, there are second and first grade books that talk about this. Mm -hmm. They just talk about it with straight, normal cis 
people and heterosexual relationships. They're not talking about sex, but then again, neither are any of like the gay material that, that everybody's so scared of, right? And so it's like, is having two dads against this bill, is a, is a kid's book talking about two dads? Well, it could be if you interpret it that way. But if that's the case, then so wouldn't having a book with a mom and a dad in it, that's a discussion about having two different parents, you know? And it, it's one of those, it's like, well, should I teach nothing and be safe? Well, a lot of teachers do that. <laughs> um, uh, I, I have a friend who is quitting teaching after this semester. Um, he actually had all his vacation days, so he's already quit. He's just lined up all his days for the rest of the year and he will never teach again. Um, and it's because people are just erring on the side of teaching nothing because they're so scared of what they can and can't do. So it's like, well, I know if mm -hmm. I do nothing, nothing will go wrong. That's yeah. not good education. It's really bad bang for your buck if you're a taxpayer. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, anything anything else you guys wanted to uh, talk about this one? We got obviously a lot of time on the mm -hmm. clock on this one. I'm going to look at some comments here and see if there's something we should talk about. One of the things that, like, it makes me sad because I've, you know, from an adult perspective, I have watched over the last few years as we've made a lot of progress towards, you know, acceptance just as a society. No, it's not great, but it's better. We're making progress, right? And we've also made a lot of progress scientifically um, as far as understanding what is really happening in someone's brain or what have you that contributes to these things. So it's not, you know, we know it's not a choice. We know it's not, you know, but, yeah. and I want to quote this really quickly. Um, you can quote me sw slowly if you'd like. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 we can't wait. You first talk about boning. Now you wanted to talk slowly to you. I'm getting really confused here. Am I in a, I'm, I think I might be in heat. Is that a thing? <laughs> Are you in heat? <laughs> Pony in heat. Oh my God. I'm sorry. There, we made some, we're making some Philly oh, cheese steaks okay. and I think it's doing something up here. All right. Are, go ahead and give us Are you taking some hormones here, Hody, or something? Yeah. Is there something you haven't told us yet? Talking about don't say gay. And like, obviously, I feel really strongly <laughs> about this issue. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So um, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce the last name. Um, first name, Tasha. She's a pediatric psychologist in Miami. Uh, and she talks about the fact that children begin to have an innate understanding of their identity between the ages of three and five. And something like this forces them to not be allowed to ask questions that they need to ask. Um, and, you know, the all of the progress that we have made as a society, you see, you know, from adults, right? You, we see pride and we see a lot more representation in Hollywood. We see a lot more representation in government now. We see, you know, we're more represented across the board in so many ways in the adult sphere, right? Um, but we're backtracking so much with youth in this bill that I'm kind of scared of what that in-between is going to look like. Um, you know, because now that we know so much more and we understand so much more about the psychology and the, the physical aspects of 
you know, brains and hormones and, and genetics and all of these things that contribute in different ways. Um, it, it blows my mind. It's like, we're going backwards. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, and I, I don't know. It just, I'm sad, but luckily, and I just had it and then I lost it. I can't remember which organization. I'm sure there's probably multiple, um, organizations that are suing the state of Florida over this bill. And I'm sure it will go to the Supreme court. I'm sure like it's, it's going to do, I have no doubt in my mind, this will likely be overturned. Oh um, yeah. Vague, I, so, vague, vague you think so too, Brian? All right. When you two say oh, yeah. it, it usually happens. So I'm right. Yeah, like vague. my predictions are pretty good because it's not constitutional because now you are it's... actively othering people based on, gender and sexual identity yeah but say it's not constitutional i i think the problem is that the law is so vague that that's where the problems are going to arise and and the supreme court does not like vague laws right exactly there's enough there's enough case history to prove that Mm -hmm. so i i think that yeah it's gonna it's gonna be uh it's gonna go to the district court district court's gonna hold it and say yeah this needs to be tightened up because this is garbage and at that point then we'll be done with the election cycle and we'll be on to the next thing is like you know uh whatever it's gonna be don't say you know but like the one in texas (laughs) why would this one not get held up when the one in texas did why wouldn't this one the the you mean the abortion bill yeah the abortion bounty hunter that's still working that's still working its way through oh is it not all the way up oh no that hasn't hit the spring court yet okay Uh, i don't think it has at least yeah, it's gonna. That's. I mean, you could you could get an emergency. You're talking like SCOTUS or like state Supreme Court. SCOTUS. Oh, oh SCOTUS. Okay, no, okay. This is this is gonna be. This this is this may work its way through the state courts, but then it's gonna go. It, it, it this is this is better tried in federal court, simply because that you could make the argument that state doesn't have jurisdiction because this is gonna be a fundamental right and that the law was written so vague. So the state could interpret it and say, well, this is okay. This is the way we write laws. But the feds can come in and say, yeah, no, you, you really shouldn't write big crap like this. Right. So, and I'm not a lawyer. Uh, I played one once on TV. That's, uh, there's the disclaimer for the day. Um, <laughs> I, you know, just the thing is this, is that there's so many opportunities and, and Lou, I agree with you that we are far more accepting and tolerant. And I'll tell you this much. I look at my kid, my kids when they were growing up and compared to when I grew up, I grew up in the seventies and eighties. And of course it was, you know, um, a lot of that, uh, even from the teachers <laughs> on occasion, but, um, you know, acceptance of kids with different abilities, special needs, stuff like that. So that that's way different. So I think in society, we've changed a lot on that. Um, but, you know, the, the thing that I, I also caution against is leaving the school as an arbitrator of, of this and being yeah. the primary contact because like, like Cody was saying, gender dysphoria, transgenderism, uh, yeah, tra- there's these are things that we don't want cops diagnosing this stuff and i definitely don't want teachers diagnosing this either right so yeah this is kind of the area where you start going and and as parents you know i have a hard time sitting there with 
you know, I can understand kids that express themselves from a very early age. I, I actually have a relation that that is now expressing that he feels more comfortable in, in girls' clothes. He's wearing it. Parents are cool. They're having fun. Um, they're having fun. Well, they're they're at Disney this week, so they are having fun. Um, and it, it's been mostly, it sounds like, an accepted experience. So she, he, she, he going to she, again pronouns it's a different argument i can barely remember people's names don't ask me to remember pronouns i'll call you all of you assholes and what up g oh uh, yeah asshole one asshole two asshole three you're the fourth yeah yeah um but the, the thing is that i think parent i think most parents want to be involved we can think the yeah. worst case scenario that you know this the kid's going to go home and get beaten well they, yeah you're right that is a possibility same possibility as if he said, you know, I got, I got a question. This Jesus guy doesn't sound totally on the up and up. I'm kind of interested in this Buddhist guy or, you know, oh, wow. I think, you know, I think I might be trained. There's a lot of reasons that parents beat the hell out of their kids. And it's not because they're gay or anything. It's because they're shitty parents. So I, I just have a hard time for parents that wouldn't be involved in a discussion. And there are schools that have specifically kept parents out of discussions, right? The parents should have been involved in. Yeah. So there, there's some rights here that that as a parent, my child goes into your school. I, I think I have a right to go ahead and know what they're saying at the school. Now, of course, this law was written in a way that makes it the second worst possible way possible, besides not saying anything. So again, this gets back to as a quote up uh, earlier was that schools should be more localized but realistically schools should be the parents the kid and all of them picking the school they want to send their kid to as opposed to just having it based on your zip code once we are allowed to do that a lot of this bullshit goes away right it really does schools needing to compete I I do want to say like I lived in that part of the country for a long time and now living up here, like there's a very big difference as far as, you know, culturally speaking. And in Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, where I was, it's uber, uber conservative Bible Belt. Yes, exactly. Banjos in the background. Like, and it is, I mean, I thank God every day I got out of there because even the sweetest old lady who just loves everybody will be like, except for him. Cause he's an, you know, and gay slur, you know, and it's just, and it's Jesus would, bur- you know, make him burn in hell, which Hody and I'm sure could go on like a three hour rant about this, <laughs> but like, I'm, I'm going, speaking. I'm going there. Hi, Brian. Hi to her we we said, down. we said the R word. We said religion. Brian's leaving. <laughs> He's like, hey. No, no, no. I was, was going to say, I'll probably see her down there. So, Hey, you know, oh, you're leaving. Ooh, to go I'll, see. I'll send you like a rainbow t-shirt. You can wear grandma slur. Okay. <laughs> grandma slur. Yeah, no, yeah, but, and it is and it, yeah. culturally. So in Florida where this bill is, I have, significantly more concern for the safety and well-being. And I don't mean just physically. I mean emotionally, mentally, psychologically, because the idea of like sending your kid off to conversion camp because they said they were gay, like is a very real thing. 
And it's so ingrained in the culture there that even those who are not actively religious still hold bigoted beliefs based in this sort of like westernized evangelical Christian, you know, and so they're truly, you know, I'm more concerned about kids in Florida. If this was passed in California or New York, I wouldn't be as concerned. And I know that sounds really terrible. I mean, it's still terrible. Don't get me wrong. But culturally, this is scary. This is far more scary for kids there than up here. Well, let me ask this. Let me ask two two questions on this. Number one, if it's California, and they were including and and encouraging kids to express themselves, and the kids that maybe were, well, all my friends. Because I mean, we've had it to where like groups of girls, you know, it, and it's been there have been studies on this where groups of girls or or even some groups of boys, one might go transgender and the rest will follow. We know that the percentage of people that are transgender in society is is pretty low i mean it's yeah, it's one percentage typically don't stick and, right and, it, it right. Happens, and that's that's what kids do yeah isn't that why this right. conversation that's, is that's, important though like that's exactly. why we need to train people to talk about it all like right. gender dysphoria and tra- transgenderism like that's why i want more discussion and why i really kind of don't like bills like this sorry go ahead brian what Right. And I agree. I agree. There should be more discussion about this, but then also there should be also the conversation of just because they express transgender ideas at 12, 13, 14 doesn't mean you start giving them hormone therapy until you're no. really damn sure. And, and but that's, that's a different subject. And yeah. there have been people who have, who have regretted transitioning and things like that. Small percentage, again, small percentage of a small percentage. Right. But the second, the second point I have with that um, the whole thing of the schools and things like that is once again, they're going to do a terrible job. It's not for lack of trying. What? Yeah, I know. It's weird. You're going to fuck it up? All this no. money? Well, let's see. Police, we give them lots of money. They screw stuff up. We, we Schools, we give lots of money. They screw that up. Politicians, we give them lots of money. They screw stuff up. There's a pattern here, and I don't know what it is yet. But the reality is we just it's disturbing to think that we have to rely on the school. So, and in some cases, trust me, I get that sometimes it's the only way to be able to reach kids, especially at, at risk kids, very, the very poor, the rural Kentucky, you know, but again, this gets back to, do the parents have a say? And, and, and actually I'm just getting back to my point here. I, I, I there's a third point I want to say, Lou, one thing you brought up that, 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 that you're born, with your identity and that, you know, kids are gay or straight and things like that. There's a lot of biological components of it. Well, you know, conversion, the conversion therapy is like bloodletting. Let's be honest. That's all it is. It's all, yeah. I think this works, ah, you know, yeah. back when they did in the 1600s before we had like medicine and sterilization and, you know, stuff like that. But a lot of these behaviors are driven by chemical imbalances and or balances or whatever else. I'm not trying to be, exclusive on this but i'm just saying so there's always been the question if there's a pill that doesn't make you gay do you give your kids that pill a great example of this is the deaf community with cochlear implants deaf community is very upset with cochlear implants because it's destroying that community people are leaving that community because now they can hear it's the same thing here are we going to be doing a real thing people get pissed about that 
Yes. As a person who is scheduled surgery for a bone anchored implant, it's not the same as a cochlear, but ultimately, um, yeah, yeah, it it is. It's very much a thing. And and typically it revolves around children who are born deaf as opposed to people like me. Um, But it really, truly is, you know, if you take your baby to go have a cochlear implant, um, the deaf community does get very up in arms about that. You know, it's not, they look at it as it's not a disability, it's a different ability. And so we should, and see, I'm with you. I'm like, as someone, I wasn't born deaf, but as someone who is deaf, I want the help. If I had a bad leg, whether I was born with it or injured it later in life, I might still want crutches or a prosthetic like I yeah mm, but you it, know I'm this, not this is, right and and the thing is I don't want communities dictating personal choice and that's what exactly. we're doing with schools it's what we're doing the police it's what we're doing with everything else and Ronnie has a great comment Hody that he just put up and I'm gonna put I'm gonna do a shout out right now for Ronnie he's our biggest fan um and um I, I, I appreciate it. I, I question my sanity sometimes. And Ron, we, we love you. You're fabulous. Um, I'm going to point out that, that unfortunately, Ron, in this case, y- y- you are a bit wrong on this because every thought we have, everything that we do, every reaction we have is based on two things, physiology and chemistry. So if I alter one of those two things inside of your brain, and, and actually even in different organs, you know, gut bacteria actually now plays a role that we're finding a whole bunch of other things. If I change the chemistry of your brain or if I change um, the, the physiology of your brain, you're going to make different decisions based on things. Uh-oh. Oh, Christy's going to challenge Ron for a, for fandom. This is a competition I will welcome. Although I will say, Christy, Ron's pretty on it. Christy is a wonderful fan of the We Are Libertarians network. As far as the Wall Network, yeah, I mean, yeah, Christy is the Christy is the biggest fan of the entire network. Ron is. If the we're the Yankees, Christy is our George go. Steinbrenner. This we're is like our children. Yes. We love you equally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but well, yeah, let's take a look at the Patreon balances and see who we love more. Anyway. Oh, him. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just I, I totally, kidding. Just kidding. I, I go, you're good, Brian. I I, to, I agree with what you're saying, like, because I think yeah. who we are is more than just our DNA. That's part of it. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's kind of like the nature or nurture. And psychologists for the yep. last like 200 years are like, isn't it both? Like, yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Your experiences yeah. affect you, and how you're born affects you. This should not surprise very many right. people. Like, we, y- we yeah, do. you can't either or that one. Like, yeah, that you have twins, but- right? Twins, literal genetic copies of each other, raised yeah. in the yeah. same home. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And you could even have them raised in separate homes and they could end up exactly the same. Right. But is that a chemical? Is that a societal? Is that, you know, and no one wants to do that experiment because, hey, let's grab a bunch of kids and screw up their lives. Oh, wait, where's the government? They're experts at that. Let me go get them. Um, yeah, well, I'm, <laughs> twin studies are actually, so that's something I was kind of looking at recently. And that's, that's, that's a conversation worthy of probably a whole other, if we're I talking about like genetics and race and like, I think that would probably be for another episode, but oh, yeah. I do want to finish because I think Brian, this gets started on, I want you to finish your point with the, the gay pill. Like if we have a, you're yeah. not gay pill, do we administer it or not? Yeah, and I think this is a legitimate thing. If 
I, I have growing up, I remember hearing lots of people. I wish there was a pill that didn't make me gay. And I, I understood that. I, I understood that at a young age, even through all of Eddie Murphy's jokes in the 1980s. Um, that, yeah, there are a lot of people that don't want to live this lifestyle, but they can't help who they are. So if there's a treatment for that, I don't want to be deaf. I don't want to be missing a leg. I don't want to be doing this. I don't want to have diabetes, type 1 diabetes. Um, I, well, I don't know, Ron, you should have heard me in high school. I guess maybe I should have been, you know. Did you go through this too? I, I went through this. Uh, you know, it's like, it's like, when's the voice going to drop here? Hello, hello, my 16. I just sound like I'm 12. Anyhow. Um, <laughs> we're talk, I mean, we're talking about a lot of correlation here, right? Like there is yeah, absolutely, I, I think this is one of the hardest things to balance as a person is when is something correlated, but not denotated. And like, let me provide you an example that I think everybody yep. will reject. Like, or like, you don't reject the example, you reject the, the explanation of that example. Like, why, why is it that domestic violence is so much higher in the black community than every others is it because of their blackness no like there are there are events at play here <laughs> there is a correlation and it's not wrong for you to know notice the correlation what's wrong is the extrapolation to say that this happened because you were black and i think that that's one yeah right correlation right. not causation and also not necessarily Bingo. means for for extrapolation right so what we say right. is it's okay for you to notice these things like and i do want to stress that because i think a lot of like i know for me that was kind of i came from the right moved to the center i know for me that was one of the biggest pushes away from me going center is i wasn't allowed i felt like i wasn't allowed to notice what i was noticing that i was just like is it wrong for me to notice then that gay people like pink like they'd be like that's a stupid stereotype and look at these three people and i'm like yeah but i know these 20 people like i i, I don't know like I'm allowed to have my own experiences and notice these things. And there needs to be some kind of explanation. there. Psychology is huge on this. We have a lot of correlated things that aren't always factually true, but that's why you see a psychologist as opposed to a textbook. You're not a number. You're not a, this, right. this, if this, then this, this isn't math. You know what I mean? Or it's a, some type of quantum yeah. math, I guess that says, what kind of this are you? We need to examine more of you to find out. Right. And so it's okay but for that, you to notice these things. Sorry, go ahead, Brian. No, but that involves effort, time, money. Yes. And all those things that nobody wants to do. Nobody wants to right. go into and dig into that. And I've just had an experience this week with somebody in the psychological community, by the way, who was just like, nope, nope, this is it. Thanks for coming. And I was like, did I just check a box? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going. Uh, but anyhow, um, that's that's the thing is that we have to really understand people before you can put them in that box. There are going to be kids out there who are going to express transgender ideas because it's kind of I hate to say this a little fashionable in high school these days, and may come out and regret it later. Um, I was actually talking to somebody about this. Who, if you look at the kids, you know the the '80s kids with the poofed up hair and the mullets and stuff like that. <laughs> or the nineties kids and goth, or the or or the millennials and and or were gay and now we're into trans and I'm guessing maybe in twenty thirty they'll all be baseball I'm the jam jammy kids right here. Boom. Jammy kids, there. Rep oh, you were jammy. Represent. Kid? I always oh, God, was and still am now. <laughs> Me too. The only reason I'm not right now. Is 
I just got home from work. Yeah, so. you had to come straight from work. That's yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Usually, there's like a trail of clothes when I come in the door. Like as soon as I get in the door, it all goes. Well, I'm, I'm a nudist. Let's. <laughs> I want everybody to get a, a final word on this one uh, before we wrap up here. And I'm going to start this early because normally I end it with like five minutes to go and we go way over because we have a lot of final thoughts. But, uh, uh, well, you know, Lou, we haven't heard from you in a minute. Why don't you give us your final thoughts on this topic? Um, I just, I hate to be, you know, that person's like, what about the children? But like, I'm really concerned. I'm concerned about the health and safety and well-being physically, mentally, emotionally, long-term for any kid who is potentially harmed by this bill and by people who abuse the vagueness of this. And um, I really, really hope that it's overturned and overturned quickly. And in the meantime, I'm very hopeful uh, to see more support for LGBTQ youth in, um, you know, in Florida and other states that are, you know, dealing with legislation or potential legislation like this. Um, I it, it makes me sad and it breaks my heart because we've come so far and I feel like this is two steps back. Brian, give me your final thoughts. Oh, I, I agree 100% with Lou on this. I mean, I I, I I see it. Yeah, I know. Once again, fake laws are bad laws. Fake laws get used by prosecutors, the police, to do things. They are the ones that use them. RICO statutes to go after a kid who broke into a shop and coordinated with his buddy, and they're going to jail for 15 years on federal racketeering charges or something stupid like that vague laws are bad laws and as libertarians we should be sitting there going write good laws you guys are paid a lot of frigging money do your jobs and do them right but then again this is government so government police teachers blah, 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 blah. we we tend to go ahead and, and write bills that are politically driven we we have laws that are politically driven and that's what we as libertarians should really be beating the hell out of um i i agree with some of the aspects of the bill about notification things like that we've talked about that in detail um but again this is a terrible law and there are things that they should do and i i don't think it's going to last personally so there's there's your official prediction for both me and lou so we we are both on board so it's going to happen we based really on the, based on the past i'm just i'm going to take what you say I, I i am aware i'm kind of naive and maybe just overly cautious when it comes to predictions i don't know what it is but like i'll take it uh <laughs> anyway um all right, so my final thoughts on this one. Look, nothing is going to replace culture. And this goes for right or left. Nobody passing any kind of bill. If this was a bill encouraging discussion, I'd be able to poke holes in it. If this was a bill discouraging discussion, which it is, I'm able to poke holes in it. And the thing is, is nothing's gonna, nothing is going to substitute what you as a person are able to contribute to this society. Maybe you see this as a step back, step forward, whatever, wherever you're at. Um, obviously, like we kind of see this generally, you know, libertarian podcasts, and I'll see this as a little bit of a step back. But the thing is, it doesn't need to stop you. 
I wouldn't feel discouraged at all by this. People are going to do this stuff, whether it's performative, temporary, or or not. Maybe they're trying to make it permanent. It's not going to stop you. Like, talk to your kids. Learn to have the conversation about transgender and gender dysphoria. Learn. Just teach yourself. And you know what? Here's the thing. You don't got to shove it down your kid's throat. Kids, you don't need to talk about what's constantly in your kid's pants. Kids are fixated about what's in their own pants very much. Thank you. I mean, when <laughs> you're no absolute, look, I've been a teenager. I get it. I was fixated on that thing. You know, Boy, everybody. Boys from, is, <laughs> like, we're, boys from like, about age two on. That's just right. Reality. Age two on. Stop playing with that. Stop playing with that. Right? Get your hands out of your pants. Get your hands out of your pants. Stop. You know, look. Quit pulling on it. It's going to fall off. They're going to know that something is up that needs to be addressed and they they like they'll you'll know right like they'll tell you and you know if you're not equipped to have the conversation that's okay i certainly wasn't for a very long time it takes right. learning you know it takes and I, I, just see this as an opportunity to learn on your own you know what i mean like take what you hear and say okay i'm gonna learn about this and like figure it out and know when is too much know when you're being the active voice that's Look, both the right and the left have this constant fixation about other people's pants right now. It's ridiculous, right? Like, stop. Stop insisting that you have a look in what's in somebody else's pants, right? I'm like, team no pants. Right. <laughs> well, except for us, jam a bottom slash no bottom. That's going to make junior high really interesting. Yeah. That's <laughs> a bunch of little porky pigs running around. Daffy ducks. Yeah. That's uh, great. <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna have to double or the condom stashes at the schools. God, that's right, Donald Duck. Daffy's totally naked, isn't he? Yeah, Don Donald is Daffy's the one I know with the shirt with no bottoms there, and the hat. Yeah, I exactly. like that. Hats and no pants. Like this is obviously. I'm down. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in heaven down. right there. Anyhow, this is why you don't take advice from libertarians. This last part. Here. <laughs> anyway, what I'm just saying is, like, honestly, listen to it. Be ready for it. Kids will bring it up if it's something that needs to get brought up. And if they feel normal, like, hey, if if you call in a boy a boy and a girl a girl and they are fine with that, there's no need to disrupt that, right? Like, that's comfy. That's cool. Like, if they say something's up, it doesn't need immediately to be, like, it's dick off time. Like, it, it, look, that's when you start to have these conversations, right? Like, you don't need to immediately chop off the weighing or or you know what, what what's the the one thing the, the the knit a fake penis to put in there so that look relax relax take a deep breath and have the conversation because you know what as much as i like to laugh maybe someday it will be dick off time but you don't need to jump to that immediately right like there's not an immediate like as a as a parent or teacher or educator or or a therapist or whatever Take a deep breath, have the conversations, and that's the only way you're going to enable the person to make the right decision for themselves. Leave kids alone. Be there and ready for the like and ready to talk with them when it's time. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, is this, is this sorry? Is this, I, I just had this I just have this vision of Mr. Miyagi going. Dick on, dick on. <laughs> I'm laughing because you know when you have kids and they like stub their toe, you're always threatening to amputate. Like oh. it's a joke to sort of get their it's mind off, off of it a little bit, you know. And I'm like, sure. anyhow, everybody, thank you so much for tuning and dealing with uh, kind of my last minute shenanigans. There, we look forward to hearing from you again. Uh, there's been plenty. Um, 
Uh, there's plenty to discuss, and we're gonna figure out what exactly we want to discuss next. But we'll, but tune in, stay tuned. Uh, hit 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 some notifications. You'll hear from us next time. Kisses. Have an excellent day, and we'll talk to you next time.